Behind the crown, gown, and makeup, incredible women are working to change the world. Through service, style, success, and scholarship. Join me, Madeline, as I sit down with title holders across the Miss America organization to talk about what life is really like behind the crown. It's the Four Points Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Four Points Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. Just absolutely thrilled to be here in the studio today with our brand new Miss Banks of the Wabash, Ariana Shanks-Hill. Ari, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh, and Ari, you should tell everybody why today is so special. Today is so special because today is my 19th birthday. Are you doing anything fun tonight? My parents are taking me and my roommate to dinner. Oh my gosh, where? We're going to Harry and Izzy's. <gasps> I know. The, I got to like, pick. Which, like the pasta, like Harry and Izzy's? Like the really nice one downtown Harry and yes. Izzy's? Mmm. Must be nice. <laughs> Ari, let's talk about you. You are 19 today. It's all about you, girl, on your 19th birthday. So tell us a little bit about who Ari is. Tell us a little about yourself. Well, I am Miss Banks of the Wabash, Yay! and I am a first crowner, so I did my first ever local and won, which is crazy. Lucky. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> I am a freshman here at UND, mm -hmm. and I am a kinesiology major, which if you don't know what that is, it's the science behind physical therapy. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a member of the Crimsonettes dance team. Um, so kind of what about Miss America made you interested in it? Because we'll talk a little bit about it as we get further into this, but you did the Distinguished Young Women program. Is that like a pageant? I don't know a lot about it, but I know there's like a pageant aspect kind of to it, right? Yes. Okay. So we're not allowed to call it a pageant. Okay. I, <laughs> I figure like, because Miss America is a scholarship competition yes. now, so. Yes. So it's a scholarship program. And so I did my local, which was Howard County, and I won. And basically, it's very, very similar to all of the Miss America locals, except there is no evening gown portion. Mm -hmm. You you do your little walk, and then you come forward and you answer a question. Okay. So it's very, very similar. It has the same aspects, and it's basically geared towards making you your best version of yourself. And yeah. so it's geared to help young ladies transition from high school into college. Okay. So you yeah. can only do it if you're a senior in high school. And okay. then and when you win a local, you go to state in February. And then there's a national one, too, yes. is correct? Okay, cool. No, that's really interesting. I know a couple people who have done Distinguished Young Women, and I know that our current Miss America was Alaska's Distinguished Young Women when she was a senior in high school. Um, so that's really interesting. I've heard a lot about it. I just didn't really know what it was. It wasn't very... It wasn't a very big thing where I'm from in southern Indiana. Um, so, no, that's really exciting. And... I imagine that the interview prep and the things like that probably made it this transition to Miss America pretty simple. Not simple, but pretty, I, I guess the gap was bridged better than it is for some people. It definitely was. And Sheila was my local chairman and she was fantastic. She mm -hmm. made sure that we were prepped, we were ready, we felt comfortable. I think I did at least five mock interviews total. And I have always felt very comfortable speaking in front of people mm -hmm. because I mean, nobody knows you better than you know yourself, so yeah. I don't have a super hard time with that. So I feel like I was kind of given a leg up yeah. on the interview aspect of that. And I definitely think that Distinguished Young Women is the reason that I did so well at Miss Banks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of Miss Banks, that was your first local ever, which again, that is such an amazing accomplishment. Um, to title it your first local, we were talking earlier, it took me four, <laughs> um, but that's really exciting. And um, I know that the Banks and... Um, 
Crossroads team are absolutely incredible. The title holders last year, two of my closest friends now, Meadow being where I'm from and Sydney being my roommate in Miss Indiana. Um, so you're in really good hands. I love that whole team of directors there. Um, but talk a little bit about your day at Miss Banks of the Wabash, about your experience, because, I mean, you can't really talk a lot about locals because you only did one, yeah. but kind of talk about how that environment was, kind of your thought process throughout the day and ultimately how it felt to walk out as the new Miss Banks of the Wabash. Yeah. Well, so I showed up, and I had to get up at 5 in the morning, mm-hmm. so I was a little cranky. <laughs> and so I got there, and I the only reason I did this local was because at Distinguished Young Women's State, one of the judges was a chairman or something related to Miss America, yeah. Miss America organization. Okay. And she was like, hey, I really think this would be good for you. Can I get your phone number, and let's talk about this. And so then she told me that she would love to see me at one of the locals and then mm-hmm. I got an email about Miss Banks and my mom being my biggest supporter but also my biggest pain in the butt mm-hmm. was like you need to do this and I was like sign no up, sign up, sign up. Like, no I'm terrified I can't do it and she's mm-hmm. like yeah that's probably why you should do it and I was like okay fine so I show up and I'm like texting my mom and there's like 17 girls there and I'm like mom, that's a big local yeah I was like mom I'm gonna lose I'm done I've lost there's no way I'm, I'm doing this and mm-hmm. she was like you literally haven't done anything yet <laughs> Like, please stop acting like that. And I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> so, like, we sit down in the auditorium, and, like, three girls immediately come sit by me. And they're like, hey, I've never seen you before. Are you new? And I was like, yeah, I've never done this before. And they were so nice. They were like, here's my tips. Here are my experiences. And then we go into the dressing room, and everybody is so kind. Mm-hmm. It's like a culture shock. Because, you know, sometimes you hear negative things yes. about... I don't want to say pageants. But, but yeah, the but people. Um, and that was something I was afraid of, too. Um, but I had the same experience yeah. at my first local. Mine was Three Rivers. Um, but it's very much the culture between the girls, especially in Indiana. Sometimes it differs by state. Um, but the Miss Indiana organization has done an incredible job at making sure that all girls involved, regardless of what capacity, how old you are, how much experience you have, is kind. Yes. And there is so much. And that's why every time we do congeniality votes, I'm like, really, dude, I don't know who to pick. Like, yeah. please just write them all down. I don't care. Like, yes. you know, so... No, I totally understand. So, you know, you're there and the people come and sit next to you. Like, how was like the rehearsal? Like, what what was that part like? It was really scary because <laughs> I felt like I was the only person who didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so you weren't. Everybody you definitely were not. And like now I know that, but it really felt like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person who doesn't know what I'm what's mm-hmm. going on. I look stupid. Mm-hmm. So like I hadn't rehearsed my social impact pitch. I came up with it right before they had us practice it. Oh boy. I. I was so out of my element, but everybody was so kind, and I truly believe that I won because everybody was making sure that I put my best foot forward. Everybody yeah. was giving me advice. Like, we went to do opening number, and they were like, hey, when you do this, you should try to smile like this, or you should wave. Wave and make when sure. you say your name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so everybody was so helpful and so kind. And then I saw Elizabeth in the dressing room, and I fangirled, and she was so kind to me, and she that just made me so much more confident. Ah. She was talking to us yesterday, because again, she's at Miss America right now. She was talking in our group chat about how anytime that she talks to somebody, she talks to them like they're the one with the crown on their head. And yes. she's the the person on the outside, um, which I think is why she's been so incredible. But no, you're totally right. She has such a presence. You're just like, oh, I want to talk to her. I want to hug her. I just want to be her friend. Like, she's the most friendly person ever. Um, so did she, like, give you any advice? I didn't get to talk to her until I, well, I fangirled really hard and I was like, I can't talk to her. But I came off stage from my talent 
And I was like, oh, my God, that's Miss Indiana. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I'm Eliza, and I know who you are. You're Ariana. And I was like, oh, she knows who I am. And that was She knows insane. who you are because I said, hey, Eliza, there's a girl from UND. It's her first time. Be nice. I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't tell her to be nice. She would have been nice anyway. But I was like, hey, we've got a UND student. It's her first local. Like, make sure that if today she doesn't win, she shows up for the next one. So, no, Eliza's so good about that. She, she was amazing. Oh, she's and the then best ever. she told me that my talent, she was like, you, you make me want to cry. That was amazing. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much. And she was like, she was like, I'm obsessed with you, and I think you're going to do an amazing job. And for me, a lot of it is about the confidence to go out there and do it. So mm-hmm. that was just astronomically helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, obviously, the pageant, I mean, you said that you just came up with the social impact pitch right before rehearsal. So obviously you didn't have that time to really figure out where do I want to put my emphasis on my words? Where, yeah. what motion do my hands need to do? I don't want to look like I'm flailing around like a hooligan. Like I need to, you know, so talk about the on stage, like the actual pageant part and share what they asked you in your on stage question if you're comfortable doing so. So my onstage question, he asked me what the biggest threat to democracy was. Oh. And oh. It, it was because in my interview, I discussed my passion for politics and political reform. So I was oh. fine with that question. And I said that my the biggest threat was right now the misinformation mm-hmm. throughout social media and through the news. And they seemed to like that answer. Um, but I had just gotten done giving my social impact pitch. And so you were a little on edge. Oh, yes. I was <laughs> shaking and my voice had broke and I was crying a little bit. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I had to pull myself together very quickly to answer yeah. that question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think given all of the circumstances, I think it was okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was fine. You're in here. You you, <laughs> you did it. Like, it was, it, was, it was probably a fine answer. And I'm still beating myself up over not being there, but... I had things to do. So <laughs> sorry. I was doing Harvest Homecoming things at home. Um, but yeah, so obviously you said this was the first time you've ever had to do like a red carpet thing before. Yes. Or like an evening gown because they didn't do that in a singer single women, which I think is weird. I feel like that's something that gives girls a lot of confidence. But hey, they're doing a great job with all of the other phases. Yes. Um, so talk about how it felt to kind of walk in the evening gown because I know the first time you do that, it's just kind of like an aha moment. Like you realize, oh my gosh, I like this. This is, the, yes. the, this is cool. This is cool right <laughs> here. It's always during the red carpet that I think people have that moment. So what was that moment like for you? Well, I tripped. Oh, slay. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was really neat. I'm not a dress person. I'm mm-hmm. a jumpsuit person. Same. So for all of the phases of Distinguished Young Women, I wore jumpsuits and I was one of the first girls to do it. Um, and so... It was a different, I had to find a different kind of confidence to wear the dress. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm here. I have to make my presence known. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to seem like, oh, look at me, look at me. But I want to be like, here I am. This is me. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really cool because like people cheered when I walked out. Yeah, I I know. I was like, I can do this. I cheer for a good dress. I wasn't there, but I I do cheer for a good dress. (laughs) Trust that. I was... Blowing up the Miss America group chat, like, oh my gosh, did you guys see Mississippi's gown? Wow. Yes. Like, I am, I'm all about the dresses, but I saw the picture of yours. Red's your color. Thank I you. I think it's the dark hair. <laughs> Something about, like, people with darker hair and jewel tones, they just, like, yes. blend. Because I am the exact same way. Yes. I am also very pale. We can connect there, too. <laughs> so, no, I thought it was actually stunning. 
Um, and again, to be a first time crown is super exciting and something that definitely should find its way into some interview at some point later on. Cause that's super, <laughs> super cool. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to dive right into your style, Ari. Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. Again, I am joined by Miss Banks of the Wabash, Ari Shanks-Hill. Ari, we're going to start talking about your style, which I think we have the most fun talking about because there are so many different things that we can discuss here. But let's start talking about um, the pageantry misconception. And you talked a little bit about how you were afraid to do Miss America because you were like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. Um, what misconceptions do you think exist surrounding the world of pageantry? And how do you think that, you know, you being a title holder now could maybe influence or encourage someone else to s look aside from this misconception and just try something just because they think they might enjoy it? I, well, right <laughs> off the bat, so I told one of my professors I was doing the Miss Banks local and his exact words to me were, I thought you were a feminist. And I was very, very upset by that because regardless of how you feel about the pageantry, it's an amazing opportunity and it's an amazing skill building exercise. Mm -hmm. And I was so, so offended by that insinuation that it made me an anti-feminist. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, you no, that's rude. <laughs> and when I won Distinguished Young Women, too, a lot of people were like, really, you? You're such a feminist. You're so, like, women's rights. Why are you doing this? And it was like, well. Because pageantry is about supporting yeah, women. exactly. And I was like, it builds amazing relationships. I have a whole new skill set. And it just really upsets me when people want to say that it's anti-feminist or that the girls are self-centered or any mm -hmm. of those things because they're kind, they're brilliant, they're well, they're well-rounded. And... So it didn't, that didn't particularly like steer me away from doing it, but I was very afraid of doing mm -hmm. it. And I hope that people see me and they're like, well, she doesn't seem like a typical pageant girl, but she did it anyway. So maybe people will stop being so judgmental about it someday. Yeah. And I think that's another great thing about the state of Indiana in particular. We have girls doing everything mm -hmm. like from everywhere. I'm, I'm a sports information major. I, what? We've got Amara. She's an outstanding teen whose talent is karate. Like That's amazing. We, are, we, are, we have got a lot of girls who like compete in locals doing science experiments as their talents and really moving monologues about just different things. But I think that Indiana, again, is just one of those states where we have so many people from so many backgrounds and that look different and sound different and are all individualistic in their own way that we have like a very well-rounded just state in general, absolutely. which is actually absolutely something to boast about. Like we're the best. I, I mean, I can't say that, but like um, unbiased, mean. we're like the best. <laughs> um, but again, we have such a just individualistic state where everybody is their own individual. We had um, Shabani Modi at state this year. D her evening gown was like a traditional Indian like gown. <gasps> it was incredible, oh like goodness. things like that. And we just saw this year at... Miss America, Miss Minnesota, her gown was designed by a member of the Sioux tribe, and it had the beading and marking on the top of it. Like, we're seeing this whole individualistic approach, which, I mean, I'm glad that you spoke about that, because it, it is, this pageantry is changing. Mm -hmm. Pageantry is reimagined, and Miss America started it with 2.0 a couple years ago, but you're exactly right. Everyone can look at somebody and kind of find someone to relate to now in this organization, when before it was more, you need to look a certain way, you need to act a certain way. 
Um, but no, you're totally right. So speaking of just the way that we look on stage, <laughs> you had to find a gown for this local very quickly, to my understanding. <laughs> yes. Um, so talk about the, the whole, oh my gosh, I need a dress process to like explain that to me. How'd that go? <laughs> I, I decided to do the local on a whim and then everything kind of set in of like, oh, you have a lot of things to do to prepare. And so I was like, I have to get a dress. So I called my friends and I was like, listen, I need you to come with me. We have to do this and we have to do it as quickly as possible. So we did. We went and we showed up to Windsor. Love. Um, We love a good Windsor trip. Yes. And I pulled probably 10 or 12 dresses and we were Mm -hmm. just, all of my friends were grabbing dresses. Everybody was like, okay, I gave them colors that I thought would look okay on me. What were the colors? I want to know. So I'm an emerald green person. Me too. Yes. So emerald green, maroon, navy blue, mm-hmm. and I love a good hot pink. So oh. those were the colors that we decided on. Okay. And so we started pulling anything we could find. And it was so funny. It's like those scenes in the movie where the, they're trying on the prom dresses and their friends are throwing them over the, the dressing top, room. Yeah. yeah. It was like that. Okay. And I think I tried on seven or eight before I tried on the maroon one that I won in. Mm-hmm. And I still wasn't positive. I was like, I really like this one, but I'm not sure if this is the dress. Yeah. And so I tried on a couple more after that. And then I was like, no, I'm done. The maroon dress is it. And so I came out mm-hmm. in it one last time and we sent a picture to my parents and they were like, that's the one that mm-hmm. says Miss Banks of the Wabash. That and one I was is, like, it's okay. Giving sophisticated queen yes and I was like okay so we bought it and I went home and I hung it in my dorm room so that I could look at it oh my gosh I um because you know my roommate from last year Emma yes she would make fun of me because I would have my dresses out hanging on the back of our door and I'd be steaming them yes like, before pageants yes. she's like why does it smell like something's burning I said oh, I'm just steaming my dress again <laughs> no worries and no worries don't worry about me um but no so your process was a little little hectic I feel yes. like some people we talked about this off air but some people it's like I found it, and some people, it's like, I've been here for five hours. Yes. Like, what am I wearing? Right? Um, so, I mean, it was stunning. It was, and I think what I liked about it was that it was simple enough, but it complemented you very well, but it was also elegant. Thank like, it you. had all of the things. It was, because, we'll talk a little bit about your talent, but you have a very fierce talent. You're, you're, you're a dancer. You are a D-A-N-C-E-R dancer. <laughs> Thank so you. So having that soft side of R-E showcased in your gown was everything um so let's actually talk about your talent so what was your talent routine at banks we know you danced um but talk a little bit about the song choice the costume choice and about everything that kind of went into that because again you're competing on a whim I want to know what that whole preparation process was like because it's probably a little crazy. So when I went to state for distinguishing women not Mm -hmm. to keep bringing that up but (laughs) but That was, I used the same routine as the one I took to Miss Banks of the Wabash. And it had been pulled from a routine from my competition season at Legacy Dance Academy. Mm-hmm. And one of my teachers had pulled it and altered it a little bit so that it showed my strengths as a dancer and not just the, a boring yeah. lyrical dance. Mm-hmm. So it was a lyrical dance to Ashes by mm-hmm. Celine Dion. And I'm sure everybody has heard that <laughs> song. Um, but for me specifically, it really was about how I came back from something that really knocked me on my butt. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Um, And it was really powerful. And I wanted to use that moment to show the audience who I am. Mm -hmm. And my mom calls me her girl on fire. And so I really wanted to show what it felt like to come back from something awful. Yeah. And we're going to put pictures on the website of like what these dresses looked like, but kind of in your words, try and describe the talent outfit. Oh, gosh. Um, so it's this gorgeous, bedazzled <laughs> leotard with long sleeves. And I can say that because I didn't pick it. It okay. was amazing. My teacher picked it for me. 
and then it has this long, flowy, shimmery maroon skirt. Mm -hmm. And the skirt is essential to the dance because I throw it around a lot when I do mm -hmm. my talent because it just makes this beautiful visual. Um, and it kind of makes the audience go, ooh, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were just red. Were, was your interview outfit also red? My pants were red, yes. Okay, so I had we, a theme. Were, we were red all over, period. Yes. Um, love that for you. So obviously you haven't been crowned for super long yet, but have you had any discussions yet about, you know, what are we doing for Miss Indiana? Do we want to keep this talent? Do we want to change it up, make the song a little different? Like, have you had that conversation yet? I talked to my program directors and they love the talent because I did win the talent preliminary. But we've also discussed switching it to a jazz dance because I'm a very strong jazz dancer. Mm -hmm. And I like the stylistic pieces that can go into jazz. So we've kind of talked about maybe we'll pick something different. And we've discussed song choices, but we haven't come Landed to a final conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think because uh, you mentioned like doing jazz. One thing at Miss Anita that's really fascinating when it comes to the dancing, a lot of the teens are lyrical, but the misses have they're like tap or they're clogging or they're like really hard hitting mm -hmm. jazz. I, our, la our Miss South Bend last year, Amanda Perkowski, had one of the hardest hitting jazz, like lyrical combination dances I've ever seen in my life. And I was just sitting there like jaw agape on the floor. Yes. Um, so no, I, I'm excited to see what you put together. Um, Cause I saw the video of your dance at Banks and I was like, ooh, <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Like I had a whole moment. I was like, period, period. Th there's nothing else to say. <laughs> Thank um, you. So that's really exciting. And again, I'm sure that your relationship with your directors is going to continue to grow because they're awesome. Oh, they're, they're fantastic. They're so great. I love them. Um, but talking about now you're a title holder, you're on the other side of the preparation process. Now you've done the local. It's time to start looking at state. Um, and when you look at state, you know, you're going to have one person represent your entire state, right? And right now we have an incredible representative. But what do you think that like strong title holder looks like to you? What qualities do you think that you know, the person you crown next year is the next Miss Banks of the Wabash or who our next Miss Indiana is, what qualities do you think make her just who she is? I hope <laughs> that she will be independent and strong, but also kind and mm -hmm. somebody who really focuses on how they can use their title to serve. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth talked about that a little bit. Sorry, I know her as Elizabeth. I know she goes by Eliza, but. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it, it's, it's kind of like a, when you first meet someone, you never call them by your nickname, but as you get to know yes. them, the nickname becomes second nature. Like to me, she's. Absolutely. I just call her Liz. <laughs> Sometimes I call her Liz or Liza, but no, continue. She talked a little bit about how she feels like the most important thing when you go to state is how you're already acting as a representative for your state. So you're already filling that role. And I think it's really, really important to serve your community in the best way possible. And I think that that's what I want my platform to be about. Just ser just service. You really want to hit hard on the service. Yes. Yeah. And so good segue. We're going to start talking about service <laughs> now. Um, so you kind of mentioned earlier talking about how your talent routine was a reference to you being kicked on your butt and having to keep existing as Ari is authentically and as confidently as possible. So describe um, your social impact initiative um, so we can kind of dive a little bit into it here. Well, um, <laughs> it's, it's a little heavy subject, so just a little disclaimer there. So Yes, I will give everybody a disclaimer. It is not, it is not pleasant. No. So <laughs> my social impact platform is the Gabby Project. And what that is, is it's specifically targeting 
um, survivors of domestic violence, specifically ages 16 to 24, because that is simultaneously the most underserved demographic and the most effective mm-hmm. affected demographic with domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who has lived it, mm-hmm. um, I know how important it is to provide those resources and to openly talk about it and openly discuss your experiences because when I came forward and talked about the things that I had experienced, I watched other young girls start talking about it and mm-hmm. start opening up those conversations. So I think it's really important to provide those services and provide support and give somebody give them somebody who will listen to mm-hmm. them while also saying like, hey, we're going to break this stigma and we're not going to let people say it was your fault or mm-hmm. any of those things like that. Yeah, and I'm not going to ask you to describe what you went through because that's probably a touchy subject and you talked about how you got emotional talking about it in our interview a couple of weeks ago but why does it why is it so important to you like the connection obviously is there but what about your experience makes you want to share it because some people you've mentioned are afraid yes. to start that conversation so what about your experience gave you the confidence or just the security to open up and just start talking about it because it's hard to talk about it is very hard to talk about and it's very hard to talk about when you come forward and people call you a liar Liar. Mm -hmm. and I got that a lot Mm -hmm. and I think that made me more angry than afraid because I was like why do you believe him and not me Mm -hmm. because like both of us are telling you two different stories why is it him over me and I think it's important that you can see somebody who looks like you mm-hmm. coming forward. Yeah. And so I knew that if I didn't do it, nobody would. Yeah. And I knew that if I didn't come forward, he would do it again. And so it was more about I have to do this for the girls who will follow me unless I'm doing this for me. Yeah. So I know, like, it is so hard. And yeah. it's it's scary. And sometimes it's embarrassing. Yeah. And so I was like, I know that I'm strong enough to do this and I know that I will be okay. So I'm going to come forward and I'm going to be the one to put my foot down and say that this is not okay. Absolutely. Because you you even said it just a minute ago, because you said something, you encourage other people to say something, which is so powerful. Um, But with your initiative being, you know, a touchy subject and the conversation about it still being taboo, the question has to be asked, how do you plan to continue to talk about it in a way that not only serves your community but also in miss america we're advocates for a lot of younger a younger audience too so how do you plan to adapt this message of breaking out of domestic violence situations standing up for yourself um to not only just younger people out in public but how are you going to do this throughout social media as well because part of being a title holder is you get Um, a place on social media and you have a place here with me to kind of advocate for this. So how do you want to adapt that message to whoever it's going to? So I feel very, very strongly about this subject, obviously. And so I try to use my passion to inspire other people. Mm -hmm. So you already have. Yes. And that was my that was jaw dropping that some girls, as soon as I started posting on the Miss Banks page, I had girls calling me and saying, hey, can I talk to you about my relationship? Can you tell me if this is okay?" Mm -hmm. And that really sparked the conversation of how can I use education to prevent these things? How Mm -hmm. can I make people aware of what it can look like? Because domestic violence is not just physical violence. Mm -hmm. It can be a lot of different things. So I've made a lot of posts Um, and saved them in the drafts of my Instagram so that way I can post them and share them with people Mm -hmm. of statistics and things to look out for and like 
little things that can lead to big things. Mm -hmm. Because my experience didn't start out with immediate physical violence. It started out with little things that led to big things. Mm -hmm. And so I really want to focus on the education as prevention and speaking to people and telling them, this was what my experience looked like and this is what an experience can look like. And so using that and then using my social media to post about like, this is how you can help survivors. Mm -hmm. This is what you can do. Because if you're not somebody who's experienced it, you probably don't really know anything about it and you don't Mm -hmm. know how to help. But when people start laying it out for you, it's going to be easier to say like, oh, I care about this. I want to help other people. Yeah, because if you give them the map, they'll be able to find the X marks the spot themselves. So you being the person to provide that is a great first step in the fact that you've already connected with so many people, probably some of them strangers you've you've never met before. Um, Having that kind of impact, I think, is what Miss America is all about. Yes. Because, again, we talked about that misconception. You can't be a feminist and be in pageantry, which, (laughs) I mean, clearly we're talking now. This is the exact opposite. Send this to your professor. Like, come on now. What are we doing (laughs) here? Um, But talking about service and, you know, you talked about how you want your experience and your serving your service as a title holder to be focused on your community and whether that be your campus community or where home is for you where is home for you Kokomo Indiana Cope that's right I knew I knew that I knew that <laughs> I knew that okay Kokomo or whether that's serving the community of Kokomo or the community in Terre Haute which is where Banks of the Wabash yes. and Crossroads is based out of what about community service just really speaks to you I just I'm big on gratitude and I mm-hmm. think that the people in my community have built me up to be where I am and I want them to know that I appreciate them and that Mm -hmm. like I have a platform and I have the ability to give back to them and I want them to know that I'm grateful for them. Mm -hmm. So anything that I can do, I've led protests, I've led discussions, I've been to meetings, I've been to the domestic violence shelter in my town and I've spoken to those women that are there and I've talked to them and I just... I want people to know that I'm grateful and I will never, ever forget the people who got me where I am. Absolutely. And you had to, you've talked about some service there, but you obviously did some service while part of Distinguished Young Women. Um, so of all the things that you've kind of done in your community, which not only has, I mean, you can talk about a couple, but which ones have been really impactful? Which ones have been like the most fun? Um, so just kind of talk about those. The most impactful, I sat down with some high school girls and we had, it wasn't like a grief counseling meeting, but it was, let's sit down and talk about mm-hmm. our experiences. And I I have to be very careful about the things that I tell people about me because it becomes less about the project and more about me as a victim. And that is never, ever what I mm-hmm. want. So I sat down and talked to them and that was definitely impactful for me because I saw the light bulb kind of click for some of mm-hmm. them. And you can never, ever make somebody leave a domestic violence situation until they're ready to. Mm -hmm. But I watched some of them realize, like, I watched it. I watched the gears turn in their head and then realize that, hey, some of the things I'm experiencing are not great. Mm -hmm. And there were probably, like, 20 girls there. Mm -hmm. And it was just really impactful for me because I saw myself in every single one of them. And it was like, maybe I can help them. Maybe they'll listen to me. So that was really impactful. And... I have had a lot of fun experiences with service as well. I've seen pictures uh, (laughs) specifically from Christmas in Zionsville. That was so Uh. much fun. There were kids everywhere and there were little girls and you could hear them. Mom, that's a princess. Mom, Mm -hmm. that's a princess. And then you see their face light up when you wave at them. And it's so much fun. Let me tell you, if you like that one, the egg hunt. 
the Zionsville like Norgus <gasps> egg hunt. Oh. Oh man. Oh, I can't wait. What an experience that one is. <laughs> that one's crazy. But no. Um, yeah. I those pictures looked fun. Again, I was doing a football game. I was doing sports, so I had to miss oh. out. But still, I am so glad that you have kind of embraced the service opportunities quickly and you know, you don't always talk about it's me and you being title holders is going to influence other people to get in on this organization, which has so many benefits, especially not only just for young women in general, but students and uh, people looking into careers. I mean, I'm a communication major. What is more valuable than communicating with people on a large level? So, and you're a kinesiology major. You want to go into physical therapy, correct? And you're all about helping people. Yes. So you can start helping people now in a different sense. And maybe later on, they'll be like, I remember when you were Miss Banks of the Wabash and now you're helping me heal from an injury. Like things like that, those connections, you know, are so important. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk more about you, Indy, and more about your successes along the way. Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. Again, I am joined today by our new Miss Banks of the Wabash, Ari Shanks-Hill. We are going to start talking about success. So Ari, obviously we have you haven't been with us here in the Miss Indiana and Miss America organization for a very long time, but you've done a lot of other really fascinating things. Um, let's start with Distinguished Young Women because we just can't seem to get away from it <laughs> during this interview. So talk about some of those accomplishments or things that came with distinguishing women whether those are awards or just other things that they tied you into so when you do distinguishing women you get um graded on scholarship scholastics mm-hmm. uh fitness talent interview and your on stage question and so when i did my local i won interview and i won fitness and fitness is different from what the teens do at in the Miss Indiana organization. It's seven or eight minutes long, super duper hard hitting. Like you are supposed to prove that you are completely in shape. Oh. So I won that and it was exhausting. I could never. I'm I'm sorry. That's why I didn't compete as a teen girl. I did not <laughs> want to do that fitness. Uh-uh. It a was, push up? No. Oh yes. Oh yes. And I was told that I had the best push ups, which is maybe why I won fitness. I don't know. <laughs> but so then I won my local and so I was a uh, distinguished young woman of Howard County. And then I went on to the state so to compete for Distinguished Woman of Indiana, and I was third runner-up. And I won interview, and I placed in preliminary on-stage question. Mm-hmm. And so that was really cool because I had never placed in my on-stage question before, but I did get a scholarship for that, so that was awesome. And it was really uh, confidence-boosting to win interview both times mm-hmm. uh, because there were 25 or 26 of us at state, so it was cool to... Um, win that and then mm-hmm. my friend Elizabeth won Distinguished Young Woman of Indiana love her she was one of the first people to tell me congratulations for mm-hmm. winning Miss Banks amazing she's crazy um, and then some I got to kind of talk to people I got to attend a couple of banquets and talk about my experience as a Distinguished Young Woman so that was really cool um, there wasn't a ton of things that came with the territory because Indiana's not a big state for yeah there's not a it, lot yeah. of things but you'd be surprised at how many girls from different states won their state title by default because nobody else wanted it it's crazy so yeah at least there was some competition yes in indiana but again i i kind of talked about this earlier it's distinguished young women i i admire the organization i just hate 
that it gets put so back burner far behind and not as many areas because Miss America it's taken people some time to buy into it yes um and distinguished young women is in that kind of limbo area where they're waiting for it to really get like a sponsorship or something to kind of boost it upwards because I hadn't really heard a lot about it until I don't even know I don't remember how I heard about it but now I like know what it is I couldn't tell you where it started um but let's talk about uh, Miss Banks. So you won, obviously. Yes. Um, and did you win? Was it talent? I won, you won talent. Yes. yes, of course. So and they did not give out an interview award, so we don't know who was the top score. Interview. For that. Did they do social impact or red carpet? They did red carpet. That's fun. But you also danced at a studio. Yes. And we were talking a little bit off air about our dance experiences because we both come from dance backgrounds. Yours more kind of geared towards the studio side mine was more all-star turned musical theater turned everything else um (laughs) but talk a little bit about um your dance experience and about some of the accolades you collected in that kind of realm I could talk about we don't have to talk about them all we we oh I won't I promise (laughs) let's like talk about I guess let's focus on just like most recent like like senior junior of high school Yes, so those were my two years that I really started doing solos, and so mm-hmm. I loved that. I did I did okay. My senior solo was more of a statement piece than it was geared to win. Yeah. Yeah. So it was about being being gay and how it feels to grow up gay. And so it was more of a personal accomplishment for me than it was anything else. Mm-hmm. And I was totally, totally fine with that. I mm-hmm. gave it my best, and that was all that mattered. Um, the other two seniors in my dance studio were fantastic. They won over and over and over again. I could not mm-hmm. say enough good things about them. Our group pieces did extremely well. We had um, John Fink and Jen Palmer as our choreographers. They were fantastic. They set us up for success from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did really well, and it was a really fun competition season to go around. And, you know, it's not about winning, but it's so much fun when you get to win as when a team. When you actually win, yeah. Yes, and you get to celebrate with your team, and you get to soak in all that hard work. So. Yeah, and then going back to practice afterwards is a yes. lot more fun. Oh, definitely, Versus when yes. you lose, and it's <laughs> tough. Um, but no, um, like we were talking also about the differences between studio and all-star and about like the creative differences and everything. And you were talking about, I I can't remember the name of the dance, but you used a a prop. Yes. Please. I want to hear more about it. (laughs) So John is a genius and he, he he picked a song and it was now you see me. And so the whole premise was like peekaboo. And so we had this giant prop. And it had cloth over it, and it was like a big frame blocking all of us. And so we would pop in and out of the cloth, and it gave the illusion that there were a bunch of us, but there were really only nine of us. (laughs) So for the first half of the dance, you're like, wow, there are so many of them back there. And then we all kind of came through the prop and, like, popped out on the other side, and there were only nine of us. But it was really, really cool. And we had these super sick leather pants and, like, blue feathers, and we all looked really cool. And that ended up doing really well at competition. The judges loved it. We won a couple judges' awards. We won a couple overalls. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody just loved it, and the crowd went nuts. So let's talk a little bit more about your college experience. Let's let's get into scholarship. So you, we talked a little earlier about how you're here at your indie. You're doing kinesiology to go into PT, correct? Yes. Okay. So what about you, indie? was kind of the reason you came here now obviously you did get a little was it scholarship with dance was there something it was um an academic okay scholarship so and that actually was not what drew me to UND I had gotten several scholarship offers from all the universities that I applied to 
And I came to UND and I just had this gut feeling. And I'm absolutely a person who goes off of gut feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I had this gut feeling that like this was where I was going to belong and this is where I was going to do my best. Mm -hmm. And then when I was leaving my (laughs) campus visit, I got to meet Grady. And that just, (laughs) I'm not even joking, that sealed the deal. I was so excited and I was like, yes, I have to go here. So my mom canceled, she canceled all my other like college visits. And I literally like signed to commit to UND. And then I did my commitment to the dance team. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, it was all settled. Yeah. Um, and so do you want to talk a little bit more about this scholarship that the university gave you? We don't have to get into specific finances, but talk about how that has assisted you just thus far. Yes. I, and before I say this, I will say that the Miss America scholarships are absolutely helping me. Yes, but I we'll talk did, about those a little bit too. I did receive a full ride scholarship from the university because of <sighs> my must academics, be nice. <laughs> and um, it covers everything except I was accepted into the honors college. Yeah. So the dorms are a little bit more expensive. expensive. So my scholarship does not cover my housing, okay. which is where the D- distinguished young women and the um, Miss Banks scholarships come in to really assist me with that. So I'm so so thankful for those. Absolutely, I lived in. Um, Central last that's, year. Yes, that's is, where I live. It is a, it is a bit of a, it is a f- financial decision. Yes, but it's worth it. You get a living room and a bathroom and a sink. So nice. Yes. So nice. Amazing. Good stuff. <laughs> um, so talk about. Um, do you think the the scholarship was a big reason that Miss America reached out to you? Was that kind of something that encouraged you the opportunity to earn more scholarship? Because obviously you collected. Yes. some some hardware in distinguished young women in the form of scholarship and award um but was scholarship another big factor for you for miss america or was it something else i felt very financially secure about my first couple years of college because of the scholarships i was given from the school so i really wanted to do miss america because i wanted to get my platform out there mm-hmm. and i wanted to have an ability to reach more people and help mm-hmm. more people through my social impact and also because I am on this thing where I do things that scare me. Yeah, and okay. I Could was, be me, but go you. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, okay, if I'm that scared, then obviously I'm going to get something out of it. Yeah. So I knew it was going to be a learning opportunity. I knew it was going to be an opportunity for growth. So as grateful as I am for the scholarships, that was definitely not my biggest factor. Mm-hmm. But you are obviously undergrad full ride. Yes. But with physical therapy, after your undergrad, you have to start on that graduate PT program and that is separate than those undergrad scholarships so Miss America gonna come in clutch absolutely when we get to grad school um but you know if you had to talk about your college experience what about it has been the most I don't want I don't know impactful or the most what what stood out to you the most about your first semester here on campus because you are a freshman yes And as a freshman, I feel like I can speak to the incoming seniors who are coming in as freshmen. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, me last year. (laughs) Um, But it's definitely a completely different experience. And I'm a very independent person. I've always been independent. I always did what I could to get out from under my mom's thumb. Like, she wanted Mm -hmm. to be hands-on, and I was like, let me do my thing. Let me me live. So I love that I'm held accountable for my own actions and that, like, 
the professors aren't going to hold your hand and beg you to turn in your assignments like Mm -hmm. when you're in high school. Like you have to get your life together and you have to put the work in. And I think that's really um, rewarding for me as a person to know that like my hard work is what's getting me to the next checkpoint. So I am absolutely loving college right now. (laughs) Um, And it is hard. And I know that it's going to only get harder. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm trying to be very, very grateful for my opportunities as a UND student. Mm -hmm. And how do you think being, because obviously um, the physical therapy and exercise science program at UND, like not to brag, but it's one of the best in the nation. It absolutely is. It's ranked. Um, So how do you think that being not only at a campus that is known for their physical therapy program, but also being in a city that has a really, really strong um, medical network through community and Franciscan and everything. How has your educational horizon expanded just from being here? I just feel like the professors are really, really invested Mm -hmm. in their students. And I think that that has helped me realize all of the possibilities because I came in and I'm still very sure of this, but I was absolutely set on pediatric physical therapy Mm -hmm. and they have showed me all of the things that I can do with that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when you're in high school, like you think, you know, but you don't really know all of the doors that are like ready to be opened. And I really feel like I have just had a million more opportunities thrown at me than if I had gone somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that like we're talking about PT for you, um, but I'm in a completely different major. I'm in the, the arts, the yes. that side of campus and communication. And I think the thing that makes this university what it is, like obviously it has its flaws. Every university does. But the student to faculty ratio is incredible is great yes it, i think it's like one it's professor one to per, 12 one to 12 yeah so you get that relationship that educational relationship that you wouldn't find on a larger campus and you get opportunities yes. especially there's less people but we're in the state capital yes. there are so many more opportunities for us just by being here and i'm going to ask you but i think we already heard your answer besides maybe becoming miss america one day what is your dream job Okay, so (laughs) I would really like to be a pediatric physical therapist, Mm -hmm. but I have my heart set on being a congresswoman. And I actually, I don't share that very often because I'm scared that if I talk about it too much and then I can't do it, then it'll just break my heart. But Mm -hmm. I have my heart set on political change and on being somebody who can change things for the better. I'm pretty sure I saw better. a TikTok you made about this maybe. You probably did. Yeah, I love it a was good like TikTok. The 99% yes. of me wants to be a yes. pediatric physical therapist but that 1%. Yes. And, and, and like I pictures. can't let it go. Yeah. So if I can, I would love to do that. But I want to be established as a PT first. Yeah. So that way I have a community to build mm-hmm. on. And then at the same time, the poli-sci school here yes, is also pretty strong. They are excellent. And again, because a lot of their students work directly with the state house, which is yes. um, conveniently like 10 minutes away from us, you know. So, yeah, that is so exciting, Ari. <laughs> you are a lady of many interests. You, We are very similar in that way. We all do. We have our foot in, like, 500 camps at once, and it's just which which step do I want to go yes. a little further into. But we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Welcome back to the final segment of this episode of the Four Points Podcast with Miss Banks of the Wabash, Ari Shanks. We are going to talk about Miss Indiana. So this is the first time I have actually been able to, well, besides with Elizabeth, but talk to Miss Indiana as the person who's been before, because this will be your first time. Yes. All right. So we talked a little bit. I kind of filled Ari in about how the week goes, because she's still a little in, in, in the clouds about that. But 
now that you have a little more perspective as to what this week kind of looks like, it's busy, it's crazy, but it's fun. What part of it do you think you're looking the most forward to? Besides, obviously, the performing part. Like, that part's awesome. Yes. But, like, just there's so much that happens. What do you think you're looking forward to the most? Well, Sydney talked to me a little <laughs> bit about um, the the princesses that you get yes. to have. And I am thrilled about that. So I'm hoping I can convince one of the little girls from my old studio mm-hmm. to be my princess for the week. Um, so the parade sounds exciting, and I'm really excited about that. The girls have spoken very <laughs> highly about it. Oh, my gosh. I loved the parade. It was so funny because everyone was, like, riding in their cars doing, like, normal waves, bro. I was leaning over the front of my car <laughs> like, hey, Zionsville, what's up? <laughs> like, I, d- I just don't take myself too seriously, but it was so much fun. And the parade is awesome, and you get to be really close with the person who's driving your car because you're sitting in the back of their car for, like, an hour, but please wear sunscreen or you will get sunburnt like half of us did. Okay. This year. So just, and then after that, the autograph signing is super fun too. Um, but no, th- those are two things to be really excited about. And unfortunately last year, I wasn't able to get a princess just because, you know, it didn't work out. I was busy. I was at school trying to be 500 places at once and I didn't have the time. But this year I'm in the same boat as you. I'm trying to pull one of our princesses from Harvest Homecoming oh, to be my princess at state. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but those are such great things to look forward to. And obviously let's talk a little bit more about the actual competition part of Miss Indiana. Um, what part of the competition do you think you're going to be the most comfortable in, or which do you think is going to be your strongest? I really feel like my strong suit is interview. Mm -hmm. I, I won talent at the local, but that's not something that I expect it to happen. I've never been like the Mm -hmm. best dancer in the room, but I think that I will do well in interview. Yeah. And you talked about how distinguished young women is really to give the credit. That's who you give the credit to. I do. Absolutely. So I think that's, that's great. I love uh, people always are like, Oh my gosh, I love the onstage stuff. But like the people who like interview like you and me, it's so fun. I feel like there's a, completely and now you want to be as authentic as possible in your interview and like on stage you're kind of more refined but it's so fun to almost be somebody different than what they're going to see on stage because you can present your spunk your uniqueness the things about you that wouldn't be known on stage like I'm a Disney Parks fanatic but that's not going to come up during my talent or in my on stage question but where will it come up in, in the interview, right. Half of my interview, they asked me <laughs> questions about dinosaurs. And I was like, in what other capacity would I be able would to it? spend five minutes talking about how much I love dinosaurs? No, and I love that for you. Um, looking ahead, everyone likes to set goals for themselves. Yes. And I know you're very early, and you probably haven't had that real big one-on-one meeting with, well, I guess it's one-on-two, right? <laughs> meeting with your directors. <laughs> um, but if you were just kind of looking at it now, looking at what you've seen from Miss Indiana and watching Miss America, just kind of how the whole thing goes and some of the awards that are given out, what kind of goal do you have for yourself? I I would love to say, oh, I want to win this award or I yeah. want to go home with something, but I really just want to be able to look at myself at the end of the week and know that I did my best. And that's yeah. so cliche, but... It's true. I, it really is. And I want to be able to know that, like... I did my best, Mm -hmm. regardless of the outcome, and I want my mom to be proud of me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm guessing you have a really strong bond with your mom. Yes. She is my biggest 
supporter in everything that I do, no matter how crazy it is. <laughs> no matter how crazy? Even though she's on your butt a little bit. This is true. This she is wants true. me to be safe with my crazy ideas. <laughs> <laughs> now, and just more about Miss Indiana, is there anything looking at it that may seem a little intimidating or anything that you're trying, that you think you're going to have to work the hardest to try and overcome or just kind of show up for? Definitely all of the outfits and all of the <laughs> preparation that goes into those. We had a sit-down meeting, and they <laughs> were outfits. like, they were telling us, like, you need to have an interview outfit, and you need to meet these requirements. And they had a hard time with me because I told them I did not want to wear, like, a dress or a skirt. I didn't wear a dress. Yeah, and they were like, well, that's going to be harder. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not wearing a skirt. So I, I can't believe that. I was, I was pantsing it up in there. Yeah, well, I guess a lot of their formers did not do pants, so they don't have a ton of experience with it is what they were telling me. Mm-hmm. So I'm nervous about, like, trying to find a dress and trying to find all of these outfits for the different things that I need to do because I want them to stand out, but I don't want to pick something that's going to come off not in the way that I want to present myself. Well, I think the thing about that's so great about Miss America and Miss Indiana now is that you pretty much can wear, do, whatever. Not Well, not do whatever you want, but, no, like, I you can you wear something that makes you feel comfortable, and the judges aren't going to care. As long as you're presenting yourself as professionally and as comfortably and you're yourself, and that, that, that's all that really matters. I mean, like my dress, the, the thing with Miss Indiana Week is that we have a phrase for the outfits you wear. It's called snappy casual. Yes, I've heard it's that. A little, it's a little spicy. It's, I've heard that. It's, a little, it's, it's like what you'd wear to church on Sunday. And the thing about me is that I am not a dress gal, but I knew, I knew. I was like, I'm going to have to buy dresses. Yep. Um, did I get away with wearing like a romper and a jumpsuit a couple occasions? I, I did. <laughs> I very much did. And I only wore dresses that were long enough for me to wear shorts underneath because I just hate dresses, right? So, no, as, I mean, like as long as you show up, as long as you're put together, I mean, you wear whatever you want, girl. And that's what I love about the organization. Like you get to do it your <laughs> way and present yourself as authentically as possible. Absolutely. And I wore a jumpsuit for my interview last year. It was like emerald green or like jade <gasps> green. It was so cute. That's so valid to be worried about the outfit. I think that's <laughs> funny that that's what's the most nerve wracking well, to you. As a newcomer, like I feel like everybody else knows exactly what they their their wardrobe should look like. And I'm so far out of my league. I'm terrified. Look, I just need you to know that the only reason I was able to figure out what I was wearing was because I asked like 30 people. <laughs> I am, I'm the same way. Well, now I'm excited because I have the some some pageant wardrobe um, that you're more than welcome to look at. But I have, a, I have a pageant wardrobe that I can like pick things from, especially for off nights and stuff. Like when you don't wear your red carpet gown in Miss Indiana and you go at the end of the show on stage in a dress. Like that part was super fun, picking out those dresses. And I'm sure that with the sisterhood that Crossroad Banks has, you'll have a couple closets to raise yes, for those. And I'm, I bet your directors probably have a closet too. Oh, if, they do. Yeah, <laughs> I figured they, uh, they are the type. They are the type to have that closet. But I think that that, it's so neat. You're the first person to ever say the wardrobe. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. I'm, I'm, I'm not self-centered, I promise. I'm not shallow. No, I just, I just think it's funny. Like, everyone, they're like, you know, I'm really worried about how the judges are going to perceive me. Or, oh, my God, I just hope I get my talent right. Ari, I hope they like my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so me, though. No, okay, but, like, I get it. You, We've talked about how you are on the younger side. You're in the exact position I was in last year, except for you're older than I was. I mean, I, I didn't turn 19 till March, Ooh. so I was, I was one of the babies, right? How do, I, how do I look 
as grown up and uh, professional as possible. Absolutely. Um, because Miss Indiana or Miss America or Miss Banks of Wabash, she's a boss lady, right? Yeah. She's gotta she's gotta be a boss lady in all. I just can't get past the outfit. Make <laughs> 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 giggle. Oh my gosh! And we talked about um, the colors you like to wear. And everything, and uh, do your directors know about your color choices? They do. They actually encouraged me to pick a hot pink pantsuit, and I'm going to try my best to do it. Period. I think it will be serving Elle Woods, and I want to Yes, it it. will. It will so serve Elle Woods. Um, I love that they are encouraging hot pink. That is so, oh, my gosh. I feel like everybody has, like, especially if you decide to do this for multiple seasons as you go you develop like a color palette yes mine is girl it's all over the place (laughs) it is i have worn i mean i wore a dress with just about every color on it yes i wear jewel tones i've worn black i've worn gray i literally have put on just about every freaking color (laughs) in the book and i still haven't figured it out so you know props to you for Wanting to figure that out sooner than later. <laughs> I just kind of showed up and went for it. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of other things that happen behind the scenes at Miss Indiana. There's a lot of rehearsing. Oh, yes. my God, so much rehearsing. There's so much eating, too. Trust me, guys. We know we have to fit in dresses, but we eat like we don't. Hey. Um, because, I mean, what are you going to do? You put Texas Roadhouse in front of me and don't expect me to just yeah. tear it up. Um, I'm going to eat like 12 rolls, right? Um, for real. Um, so is there anything out, like about the behind the scenes or like the sisterhood that you're really looking forward to? I, when I, when I did a Spanish Young Woman, it was an incredible sisterhood immediately. Like yes. that bond was formed and it's still there. And I can't wait to have that with even more women across the state because I love being surrounded by ambitious women who have the same goals that I have mm-hmm. for, in a sense, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we all want... I think the thing that brings us all together, we're all from different places. We all look different. We all advocate for different things. But we all just want to make the world a better place. Yes, and I love that. And <laughs> I'm so excited to share my passions with other women who are passionate. Absolutely. And I, I can tell you right now, at Miss Indiana, you are going to become best friends with the person in front of you in line and the person behind you at line. <laughs> and let me just tell you, the person in front of me at Miss Indiana was Emily Hunt, who we've talked a lot love about. her. And you want to know who was the person behind me? Uh-oh. Miss freaking Indiana. <gasps> Elizabeth was Elizabeth. the girl behind me. So it, oh my gosh. Ari, I am so excited for you. This is going to be amazing. And you seem like the kind of girl who, as soon as you start something, you put your whole heart into it. Absolutely. And there is no cutting corners. There is no this will do. It's only this is what has to be done. And I think that you're going to have an incredible year. I cannot wait to see you blossom. It's going to be so exciting. And I know that you have talked a little bit about hopefully starting some social campaign, whether that's a new Instagram account or something for the Gabby Project. But right now you have a personal account and you have an Instagram account. So do you want to go ahead and plug your socials right here so people can find you online <laughs> yes so my instagram is at ari shanks hyphen hill um and my miss indiana instagram is m-a-o-i-n underscore miss banks i want to say i'm pretty sure if you look up miss banks you're the only miss banks of something i'm pretty this sure is it's true in I the entire miss america i don't like... think there's anything else like that <laughs> so it should be easy to find <laughs> it's Hopefully. okay i have the unique one too we're yes, chilling we're chilling so ari thank you so much i mean it's finals week thank you so much for spending your birthday oh my gosh <laughs> like it's literally her birthday guys thank you so much for spending your birthday your finals week your time your valuable time because time cannot be refunded 
with me on this podcast. Just thank you. Thank you so much for being here. No, thank you so much for having me. I love talking to you. I feel so much more prepared. I feel like I know things that I didn't know before. I'm so excited. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. I look forward to sitting down with you guys next week and I'll see y'all real soon.